Sounds almost like a lullaby, huh? Sounds almost like Pearl Jam. You know that's Pearl Jam. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the phone. I know. <laughs> it's a great song about all those yesterdays. Wonder and wonder all, all the time about how uh, yesterday could have been and how things were better. And, and ultimately, you're talking about all those yesterdays. Oh, great. Now I'm the depressed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's like, on the contrary, it's actually, you know, you wouldn't think of, of a Pearl Jam, but they actually tend to have very somewhat of an optimistic viewpoint on a couple of things. Uh, they, they tell, don't, don't regret. You'll always find a way to regret, but it's, it's pointless. Everyone has regrets. And all those yesterdays, the song we were just cueing in a little bit, uh, talks about that. You can just talk about, you know, this yesterday and that yesterday, and um, how things could have been different back then. Or so, it's it's a frustrating. Uh, it, it, you, there's no point in those frustrations. Look, um, it dawned on me as I was talking. I, it, we just recently won a very nice case, and let me put it this way: when you you were in Little League or some sort of uh, sports team at some point when you I were younger? I was in Little League. I dominated Little League. You dominated League. Little League. Okay. Let's say... I own Little League. Let's say you played a team, and that team beat your team. <laughs> Preposterous. Now, what would you do in connection with that loss? What would you do at the end of the game? Now it's the end of the game. You lost it. It was 5-4. to four. You lose Time to move on. What, what do you do? I'll uh, go out to uh, lunch at, uh, for the, at the pizza place with my friends. No, I mean, and, I'm uh, sorry. I mean immediately after the game. The game is over. You, you lose. Do you just start walking away? No. No, we were forced to shake hands with the other team. You say. Which I thought that was a, you know, <sighs> you know, well, you, shallow gesture of sportsmanship. Right. <laughs> well, uncalled okay. for for teaching 12-year-olds <clears throat> how to, you know. Right. All kidding aside, <laughs> that's what you do. You, yeah. you say, good game. Right, and you've got to respect the fact that they won. It just that's what it is. And uh, even if you feel that uh, you know things could have been better, the reality is they won. You say good game. Yeah. In law, it's the same kind of principle. I I take it upon myself on um, the very few times I've lost. Actually, I'm very pleased to say. But you know, I've I've lost twice. It's more fun to shake hands after winning, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Good. I'm glad that's the main. I've I've lost. Twice, and um, and those were two cases where I should have lost, and but nevertheless, I lost. And I remember what I felt was imperative to do. <clears throat> you know, sometimes the case comes down. You know, it just gets the ruling gets faxed to your office, so you're not. It's not as if you're right there at the same time, like you, like in the example of the little league. So I get the result. I you know digested. Maybe I talked to the client, whatever it might be. And then I call up the other side and I say, hey, Bob, I just want to let you know I got the result. I'm sure you've read it too. And I just want to say congratulations. That's, uh, it was a really good job that you did. And uh, I was very impressed with the arguments that you made. And, and uh, I, you know, I could always learn from it. Uh, good for you. And I'd, I'd love to get together sometime for lunch. Um, and then you say, and that's all I wanted to say. Just good job. Well, we'll talk about the post-trial motions and all that stuff. But really, this is your day and I'm really impressed. That's what you need to do, right? Now, if you were to hear somebody say that, what do you think? Oh, if someone called me and if said... I, what, what I just told you, 
And I said, you, you, you like that? You think, oh, good job. That's that's right. That's uh, yeah. I, but, you know, I, I believe that, and not to get on a, a bigger area of this, but I mm-hmm. believe that there's sort of two different ways people generally operate yeah. when they deal with people. There are the people, I think like myself, who generally believe someone mm-hmm. when they at face value when they say something until we have evidence to prove the contrary, right. until their you know, reputation but is questionable or something. But, but not, not even getting into that. Yeah. When, so when I hear someone say that, I pay that. Feel like it's sincere. It's like right. when you have lunch for someone and you're reaching to pay the bill, and they say, "No, I got that." And you go, "No, it's okay." They say, no, I got that. You really want to pay? Yeah, I want to pay. Okay, pay. Under the idea right. that if they really didn't want to pay, they don't have to offer. I was going to pay. I know, but I'm, you know? but I'm, I'm, I mean, even if, even if it kills me, to tell this guy, that, and I thought he was a, a, a jerk throughout the entire trial, I'm still going to say it. I'm still going to say. Bob, good job. That's I, I I have to say it. I will say it, and it's the right thing to say. Yeah. As and, and going back to the little league, you may feel that uh, the other side uh, stole bases or got better uh, calls by the by the referee or whatever. Or umpire. The umpire. Sorry, uh, I was thinking about basketball all of a sudden. So so you you may think that, but it doesn't matter. You yeah. just you got to say good job, good game, because one day it'll cut against you the same way, or or for you in the same way. So that's what you do. That's what you do. Now, I bring this up because recently we won a very nice case. And in a really elegant way, we won. And my associate did most of the work. He did a fantastic job. I was really impressed. Uh, Nevertheless, we got the result. And um, I forwarded it over to the client. The client was thrilled. We talked a little bit about it. And I called up my associate and I said, Let's take bets of, of when opposing counsel is going to call us. Is it traditional that the loser calls the winner to? It's the right thing to do. Okay, because if the winner called the loser and said good case, that could look like gloating. Yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you're right. right. It's not within the yeah, well, uh, protocols of how right. it's done. Well, we've been waiting for his, yeah. his call. It's, it's been about a week now, a little bit more than a week, and he still hasn't called. Normally, you should call either that afternoon or the next business day. Hasn't called. And there was some business that we need to do because there's a second phase of the trial for damages that we need to kind of get squared away. So I waited like, I don't know, two business days after. And I said, uh, Ted, you know, we need to hope you're doing well. Um, got the result. I'm sure you got the result as well. Let's, let's square away uh, how we want to work out the timing and such for the, for the second phase of the trial. Give me a call. Click. Doesn't call me back. And I still wait. And wait. And then I get an email from him just yesterday, about another five days later, saying, oh, uh, I got your voicemail. Sorry I didn't return the call. I'll call you when I get back in town Monday or Tuesday. And that's it. Uh, and, and so why is he – I know that he's BSing me because I know that he did get the result. And I know that not only did he get the result, but he wanted a, a transcript of the court hearings. So he had – Time to call up to get a transcript of the court hearings, maybe for an appeal or whatever. But he didn't have time to call me and say, good job. Way to go. See, when I, I, I see the BS, right? But can, his, his email, his email sure. is such that he's, he's revealing his BS. He's pretending as if he didn't have time. He was busy on other matters is what he said. But he wasn't busy. I know that he called up the court to get the transcripts. And there's there's no attorney in hell that is that busy that can't take five minutes out and say, 
Good job. But looking from uh, from his perspective, yeah. just to turn things around. Sure. You could make the a general assumption that he's probably upset about the sure. decision, of course. Absolutely. And is it not reasonable to understand that when someone is upset about something, they sometimes want to compartmentalize it for a few days so they have some perspective on it, and at that point they can deal with it? I mean, it's been, depending, of course, proportionally with the upset. You know what? You just got to stomach it and and and. St- you know, suck it in. Well, see, this shows for our listeners out there why you are such a professional, honorable man, and why few attorneys in the greater Los Angeles area, you know, can measure Look, up. To I, you. I, I've I've suffered some blows before as well, and I didn't like it, but I feel like that this is what you got to do. You, it's it's yeah. the right thing to do, and you know, the amazing thing about it is when you say what I just said, which is you know, good job, uh, John. Um, he can only look up to you. He only thinks well of you as a result. He will never, even if he thought he just destroyed you, he will, he, he will only elevate you in his own eyes. Yeah. You can only win. Right. And, only. And it's also a way of, of uh, saving your own face or your own honor. You know, in, in different cultures within business, <clears throat> there's, you know, different rules of etiquette in which you never dishonor someone or humiliate them in any way more than the facts on the ground just did. And by doing that, they have an opportunity to uh, retrieve for themselves some honor because in this case, it's very hard for the victor to call them without looking like you're gloating and just say, you know, you did a good job, um, you know. You know, it's just not your place to call him as the winner. It's not. The, the it's not. loser has to call to offer the uh, handshake, right. if you will. And this, this goes to the point of, uh, the reason why I bring it up is, is I asked you whether or not you could see the BS. And I think most of the listeners and you and I could see the BS. Yeah. Um, telling me that he was busy in other things as if, please. And I'm sure he sent off the email thinking that it goes off to some anonymous person practically that, that won't actually read it. Or, or if he reads it, he'll say, okay, that's fine. and just move on to my next case. No, I read it and I thought less of him. That's exactly what I thought. And, it, and it's more to the point of this mission, of this, of this podcast, which is that people can see your BS much faster than you think they can. And so what do we listen to? What, what do we derive from that? Don't BS. Yeah. Because people will figure it out. And also, you're, you're essentially making the roundabout point that the longer you wait to deal with these things, the worse it gets. In other words, yeah, that's true if too. That's you true deal too. with, you know, one or two days, fine, he was upset. Okay, good job, Barack. You know, wow, this is really going to screw me on the client. You know, you know, so I'm not in a good place right now, but you yeah. did a great job. You know, congratulations. Right. Yeah, blah, you can blah, even blah. say, look, I... I Look, I saw the award. I, I, of course, I disagree with the judge. I think he made some mistakes there. But you know what? I got it. Hats off to you. You won. Fair and square. Um, we might might appeal. We might not. I'm going to discuss this with my client. But I, no matter what, you did a, a really nice job presenting the facts. And it was a tough case. And uh, I got to say, I was really impressed. That's okay. You get everything out that you want to. But going back to other things now that reveal the BS. Let's say somebody comes into your office and uh, they're, they're late to a meeting and they say, uh, Ari, I, I'm, you know, sorry, uh, the traffic was just horrible. Um, it was just terrible. W- what are you thinking? 
I'm thinking you were lying to me because I came to visit you. That's this right. This is your office. <laughs> Very funny. Very no, funny. but, well, it's L.A., so that that excuse actually always works. Right, right, exactly. So, you know, no, but, but, you, but you need to adjust for that. Yeah. Okay, so you can you can do it. But most of the time, I can tell when somebody says, oh, traffic was crazy, as if somehow it's an assumed thing. And, and, it, and this, especially after the third or fourth or fifth time, then you know they're BSing you. Yeah. Because they're just not caring enough. And the, the proper response, if, if that same person came to you and said, sorry, I'm late. Um, and, and, you, and if I said to oh, was the traffic bad? I said, you know what? I was late and I'm sorry about that. No excuse. I should have, I should have been better about it. Your time is valuable and I'm sorry I'm late. Yeah. What do you think when you, when you get a response like that? It's straightforward. It's straightforward. Nice. You like it's it. Hurt. Yeah. Right. Do you think less of me? No. Do you think less of me because I was late? No. Because I said my wife was no, feeding not at all. Okay. No, not at all. It's just because I thought that was a really good excuse if you're going to have excuse. That's totally legit. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, and, and but even if you do have something, sometimes it's it's good to say, um, look, no excuse. Yeah. Uh, something interesting happened. It's well, what's late. your what's your overall tolerance for this? Because I have an idea. Yeah. You know, different cities in in the country, different regions have a different kind of way of dealing with each other. Right. Um, you know, depending on, you know, I'll call it the bullshit. Excuse me, oh. BS factor. <laughs> right, right. Um, L.A. is a particular high quotient of BS factor. In, in other words, everyone in L.A., almost everyone, you will, know. You don't BS me. I don't BS you. And a lot of pe- my, my people... Know. I'm just saying, if you put our relationship on a long enough timeline, right. there may be a time where you'll or I will say the little white lie here and there, just out of convenience to not have a conversation about something like that. Uh, why are you such and such? Uh, because my dog ate my homework kind of excuse. you know. But, 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 but my point is... What kind of tolerance does one should one morally have for that? A zero tolerance policy that a relationship is irrevocably. It's it's not zero tolerance. Know. Of course, it's not zero tolerance. Um, like you want the classic example is you think somebody says you know do I look nice tonight today and you say oh yeah that's a nice outfit and you don't really feel it's a nice outfit. Yeah. Okay, I get it. But I'm talking about the the more general things where somebody's. You ask your secretary, did you get the, the work done? And the secretary said, says, oh, I was just about to do it. I'm just about finished. And she, in fact, is nowhere close to finished. And, hasn't, does, and in fact, you, it's clear that to yourself that you just reminded her of the work that she forgot about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And um, a lot of times you can catch these people doing it because they quickly change the subject. There's all sorts of ways that you can figure out what they're doing. But just to understand something, and that's the whole point of this, is to understand that people actually see your BS much faster than you think they do. In the same way that you, listener, listen and you can figure out somebody's BSing you, guess what? They can, everyone else can figure out yeah. that you're BSing them. So don't BS. And you know what? It doesn't hurt that much. I mean, once in a while, Ari, um, I don't know if it's actually happened in our relationship before, but certainly with other people I know, they'll say, did you get to something? And I'll say to them, point blank, I'm sorry, I didn't. Is it okay if I do it later? I'm just too tired. I, there's more time in the day, but the reality is I'm just too tired and I need to be with my but, wife. But have you always been able to do that? Are you one of those rare, 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 one-tenth of one percent 
high, super high integrity people that are golden in this well. I answer to the listeners, yes, he is. But <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I know the do you have a perfect record on no, that? Of course not. Exactly, because we've all done it. You know, no, no, but, but that's not that's not what I'm talking about. Perfection is not what I'm looking for. I'm simply saying, let's note for the record, so to speak, that people can see through your BS. That's yeah. it. So if you are BSing somebody, just assume that the person you're BSing is seeing it. That's what I'm talking about. But you wouldn't BS if you thought that they could see it. That's exactly. The, that's the human conflict I understand. in the I understand. BS realm. God, I love this subject. This is yeah, it's a great subject, it's right? It's so funny. Okay, you, you ate almonds. No, I didn't. I watched. Oh, that was Purell. <laughs> All right. It's pristine. We have a there's a, there's a, a little uh, inside joke here going on. Anyway, the, the point is, you you can be us all you want, but you just need to understand and assume. You're better off assuming that people can see your BS. Yeah. If you assume that, then you'll you'll probably BS a lot less. And at the end of the day, you'll, you'll it'll be a what a, a positive cycle where you just stop BSing altogether, because well, you you have yeah. the respect for other people that they will see your BS quickly because they're intelligent people and it's better not to do so. Do you think this is a development relatively recent in contemporary culture, possibly a something spawned by seeing so many in the media engage in spin rather than honesty? In other words, Mm. we see so often in the media, I'm not talking just politics, I mean almost anywhere in any sort of news media, sports media, entertainment media, anything where someone is asked a question and they don't answer the question and then they spin the subject. Example, Lindsay Lohan, are you on drugs and did you steal that necklace? Well, I'll tell you, I have a new movie coming out. Right. I, Those, you, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's a culture right. that, that... Manti Teo, did you lie about having a girlfriend? Well, I think my performance on the field is really reflective of my integrity. I had two interceptions today. Yes, but did you lie about your girlfriend? There's, you know? These are deflections, and it's a classic way of telling whether somebody is BSing you or not, right? Yeah. Uh, and I even said it before. It's, it's it, people, When people quickly move from the topic to another topic, that's a, a good sign, usually a dispositive sign that they're BSing you. Or that they're liberal if you're discussing All right, now. Ob- No, obviously, because we've talked about that before. But, but, yeah. he, but here's the thing, and this is the only mission, is that people see your BS. You'll live a much happier life. If you assume that, and if you go in there and say, you know what, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm here late and I really apologize about that, no excuse, and um, just don't even don't even go there. Don't say it's because the dog ate the paper. Don't say because of, of the lateness, uh, the traffic, or anything else like that. Just say, hey, I'm late, and that's it. Yeah. And, and no, and, and people will, will still understand that you're a human being, and they won't even be upset with you. In fact, in my office. Uh, everyone knows about my expectation of honesty because I can smell dishonesty so quickly that I tell them, just be straight up with me and you'll always get a handshake from me and, and I will say to you, I respect you for telling me the truth and there'll be no repercussions other than let's try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, That's it. 
And on the contrary, I'll, I'll feel so highly about you. <laughs> you might even get a bonus, right? Uh, you know that month. <laughs> Did you do any work? No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Were you late? Yes, I was. <laughs> Did right. you do any work? No, nope. slept under my desk all the time. Well, thank you for being awesome. That's right. Here's, Here's a, a bonus. Here's a bonus. Like an episode of Seinfeld or something. It's, 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 <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that honesty so much that that's, I might very well do that. I mean, yeah, yes, of course, it, it gets to the point where you you don't expect it. But if you, but then they're BSing you at a certain point if they're if they're BSing you about their honesty, right? Right. You you could BS somebody. Uh, oh, uh, you know, I just want you to know I didn't file that uh, complaint on time, uh, but I'll do it next uh, Friday. I'm so sorry about that, Barack. Um, and and he could have gotten away with it, like. But I'll know that he's doing. It's a pattern where he's expecting me to say no problem and all that. That it's it's a BS of its own form, yeah. and it's also a question of respect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a question of respect. If you do not, if you're BSing people and you expect them to not see your BS, you're disrespecting them because the reality is you're giving information, whether you realize it or not, and people are picking up the clues and they know you're BSing them. Right. And if you ever have, if you ever want to wonder about that, ask if you're a BSer out there and you know who you are, you know, you think you're not a BSer, <laughs> but if you, if you are a BSer of any kind, just watch yourself. And, and maybe take note of it. And then ask yourself if somebody came to you and did the exact same thing, whether you would figure it out. And chances are you would. Yeah. So uh, all sorts of clues are, emanate from that. And you gain so much respect by admitting things. Um, and Americans are great at this, by the way. Um, they say Americans love somebody who admits to an adulterous affair. They just come out clean with it and say, yep. I fell from grace. I'm, I really feel stupid about it. I let down my constituents. I let let down my wife, most importantly, and my family. And I've got to deal with this. People love that. Yeah. They don't expect it. That, that's the beauty of it. They love it when you're human. As long as you admit you're human. They hate it when you pretend to be perfect and you are, in fact, a human. So why is Bill Clinton so popular? Well, they, they resented him. And I, I, he lost me. Whoa, wait, wait, oh. wait, wait. He lost. I was a Bill Clinton supporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you, you? Yes. Until until he lied to all of us, and I I, I took an exceptional exception to his perjury in deposition. It's one thing to lie to you know from the camera, which is bad enough as it is, but when you lie in a court in a deposition, that really bugs me, because that's the the last caveat. That's the last battleground where you expect people to tell the truth. At the very least, tell the truth when you're sworn under a penalty of perjury. He didn't do that. He lost me. And when he told me I did not have sex with that woman, I think that's a quote, right? And then it was so clear. And then he tried to massage it, so to speak. Um, it became, I really resented because he was so BSing me. Um, and he lost me at that moment. Another great BSer, uh, not as big as Bill Clinton in that, in that is famous, but the Duke lacrosse case, case, do you remember that? Yeah, Nifong. Nifong. His, now, his name is now synonymous with, with BS. Yeah. Um, he goes out and he tells, um, I mean, the, the, the DNA came out completely non-existent. Right. Yeah, non-existent. And, you know, in a rape scene, it's one thing if you, if you, pl you, you could plan it out for months to wear gloves and a hat and everything else. And you'll probably still leave DNA, <laughs> right? And this was a crime scene which was impromptu, supposed, allegedly, and there was a big rape going on by many men, 
not just one. Uh, with We're all, all, drugs, all drug and drugs on the premises yeah. and wild party, and they somehow cleaned up every hair, and right. fiber, and yeah, there's no DNA and blob. It's, yeah. So, so that was clear. Okay, and the story. I think to myself, you know, I expect Nifong to to go, you know, say, well, in light of this uh, evidence, we we do feel it's appropriate to dismiss the case, and we have to question the witness, the, the woman herself. Um, but no, no, he's still adamant about it, and he's going to go forward with it. And we all knew that he was BSing us. Every time he talked to the cameras, saying we have compelling evidence of, of this other compelling evidence about it. Really? Well, show it to us, Mr. Nifon. Yeah. You, and you're supposed to disclose it to the, to the defendants anyway. So where is it? Are you going to surprise them in a trial? Um, so he was BSing. And everyone saw it. All of America saw it. Yeah. And then, and then he tries to BS the state bar. In North Carolina, I think it was. And during his disbarment hearings, and that was, I loved watching that. That was the one time of reality TV show. I just, I loved it. I watched every moment of that, and I couldn't wait to see him destroyed. And he was still trying to BS uh, the, the bar examiner, the, not the examiners, the, uh, the bar, the judges of the state bar. And he, and they, they just, they were shaking their heads as he was talking to them. Just don't BS people. The best he could have done is, uh, I, 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 that was a remarkable bad judgment. I plead with you to give me a second chance. I, I saw in my eyes political future, and boy, do I feel stupid about it. If I could apologize to those boys over and over again, I would. Um, they must have, I put them through hell. I, I feel really crappy about it. Yeah. And I understand, you know, whatever you're going to do, I, feel, I understand it, but I, I, I hope you do not disbar me. I hope you give me a second chance. Give me suspension. If you will, give me a community service. I'll do that too. Uh, but uh, this is my livelihood. I would really appreciate it. Give me a second chance. Don't you think that would be, yeah. that's his best shot, shot at least. Yeah. Uh, but to say anything else is uh, really bizarre. Um, I, I'm an arbitrator as well as a lawyer. So I actually hear people, people's disputes, usually fee disputes, a contract disputes of some kind or another. And the, and I see BS. And when these people come up with these arguments that are so cockamamie, and they can't even say it with a straight face. And I turn to them and I said, you know, but how can you really believe that? And they'll still go forward and they'll say, oh, yes, so here's why, you're, uh, Mr. Lurie. And I say, I just take note. Okay, it's fine. They're BSing me. Yeah. And um, it, it's really a remarkable thing. It goes on and on like this. Look, bottom line is, don't be yes. You'll, as much as you see BS from other people, just trust me, other people see it. This is not a contest of who is a better BSer. Everyone can see through your BS. Have the respect to know that people, however dumb you think they are, however uninformed you think they may be, they still see your BS. And that runs from the, the, the cashier girl at McDonald's to your lawyer, to a judge, to anybody else. Yeah, but uh, especially your, doctor, your mother. Especially, yeah, your mother. Right. And your mother knows it too. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they see it. So be cautious. Uh, and you'll, you know what? You'll enjoy your life a lot more and people will respect you a lot more. And they'll actually think much more highly of you if you're just straight up with them. Yeah, there's there's not, no, no mistake that you can make uh, or very few mistakes that you can make uh, that uh, complete honesty about will not uh, actually elevate you in their eyes. Yeah, and also the ironic thing is most of the time the uh, BS that's being spouted is over completely inconsequential things. Yeah, it's so true. It's, well, like the lateness thing. Yeah. 
uh, you know, you're a little bit late. Most people are late five to five minutes to half an hour. And, and even if they are late, they'll call up and they'll say, I'm running late. Sorry about that. That's cool. Everyone's good with that. Yeah. Um, but they, they, they think that they have to BS in order to give an excuse. And they know. Well, I think, I think a lot of it is they're more aligned for themselves yeah. than for the other person. Right. I once had three attorneys here uh, in this very office. And we were all talking about this one case. We were talking about different cases. They all had different cases for me that they were working on. And one of them was clearly BSing me. I mean, I could tell right away. And he said, well, uh, I didn't get it. Uh, that's because you didn't give me the, the such and such to do. And he was trying to lay blame with me. And all the, the other two, straight up, they're, they're just wonderful guys. And uh, I was finished with the, the middle guy, the, the BSer. And I said, okay, that's fine. Uh, thanks a lot for coming. And then we'll, we'll talk more later on. And then I turned to the other two and I said, what do you think about, uh, we'll call him John. What do you think about what John said? Was he uh, straight up? He goes, no, he was totally BSing you. <laughs> and I said, I agree. <laughs> That's right. He thinks he BSed me. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just hysterical. <laughs> you know, they could see it. I could see it. But John, we'll call him John, uh, you know, he thought he really successfully got yeah. away with it. I mean, so it was hysterical. No one noticed. Yeah. yeah, and because I didn't call him out on it right on the spot, yeah. right? But people notice it. Just because they don't call you out on it right that moment, or ever for that matter, doesn't mean they don't see it. Right. And also, just because you believe it doesn't mean anyone else Exactly. Is. Exactly. And, and, and you're lying to yourself in the end. And when you lie to yourself, you end up in a downward spiral. It's, it doesn't, uh, doesn't pay off at the end. And you yeah. go crazy. We talked about lying before. All right, folks. Well, it really has been a pleasure. We love talking about uh, issues of life, liberty, and uh, the pursuit of happiness. Uh, this is certainly one of them. And the revelation of BS. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot out there. Good be with you, Barack. You too. See you Thanks later. a lot.